Hello everyone and welcome to The Hub Podcast, episode 21. Uh, And can you believe it, we're already halfway through the year, even more so now we've reached August of 2023. So we've invited back one of our experts from last year who delivered a webinar for us about the benefits of books and how being a published author can really raise your profile and your business. So let's just say she knows what she's talking about. So I'm just going to hand you over to Laura to just introduce herself um, and what she does. So Laura, introduce yourself to our listeners, please. So I'm Laura Helen from The 4-Hour Author. I am a mummypreneur who travels the world full-time with her children. So we travel the world full-time whilst helping incredible entrepreneurs online. So just explain, Laura, a little bit more about that in terms of what you do in terms of a service to your clients how do you help them so everybody has a story in them everyone has a superpower and it's normally the thing that people are scared to share (laughs) the thing that makes them weird is actually their superpower so the journey we take people on is transformative to them we talk about creating best-selling authors not best-selling books the books is like a bonus So we take people on a transformative journey where they really learn to unleash their superpower, own their story and become the go-to expert in their niche. Definitely. And I think it's a conversation I come across a lot in business when I'm networking in terms of presentations and asking in reference to how much should they share? Should they share, you know, all warts and all? And my reply is always, you know, yes, some people want to, you know, buy from you, they want to learn from you, they want to engage from you, not the product or service, you know, as long as the product or service solves the problem, then great, but they will come to you because of that relatability factor, Uh, and I do believe every one of us, I agree, has a superpower within us, and books is just, you know, one way we can, you know, vocalise that, you know, in a unique way. So you mentioned there, obviously, you are a mum and you travel the world, which I think is amazing. Um, I only said a couple of weeks ago to someone in the network um, outside of the hub um, in my local network in terms of, actually, I would love to build the business so I can be more remote because I love to travel and it's something I definitely need to do more of. But As you know, Laura, we have topics of conversations um, every month within the Hub. Uh, July was all about websites and this month is all about mindset and reset. So with you doing what you do in terms of focusing on the author and the book um, with um, your four-hour author business, how have you seen the benefit for your clients and yourself to the website for the business by having a book and being a published author does it benefit you know your marketing assets what's your opinion on that because I'd love our readers to to know that especially from delivering the webinar last year what are your thoughts so the clues in the title when you become an author it gives you instant authority Mm -hmm. gives you credibility and if you create it the right way and you have a powerful forward from someone in your industry that gives you even more credibility being able to say I'm out there, I'm best saying author, I'm really making an impact. Just having a book shows that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
And a lot of people with the books, the way we do it, is it's very personal. It's very yeah. raw. It's real. It's authentic. I touched on being a mummy. When you see a mummy, perfectly made up, wearing white, as a mum, you go, you have not seen your kids for like a week, dude. Like you're in white and you look beautiful. I don't feel like there's real connection from mum yeah. to mum. Whenever I've made videos as a mum, I've had kids swinging around me. They go viral. When I do it all sat and professional, they, they don't hit. So it's it's an authentic way to get instant authority. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's credibility as well, isn't it? Like you mentioned about it shows you as the expert. And when I do market research, actually, a lot of the influencers do have some form of publication out there, whether it be a, a book or whether it be something else. But if you think to your favourite authors, for example, like J.K. Rowling, you know, if you search J.K. Rowling, you would find Harry Potter. You would then be um, directed to the Harry Potter franchise, everything that you can buy Harry Potter websites you know experience days uh, going down to London going to Universal Studios all of that comes from keyword search from an author so with it giving you credibility it's always something to consider and a lot of my clients will say well I'm not ready to be an author yet I'm not ready for that publication yet and I'll always say that's fine but it's important to recognize that it is working in your market and generating authority and directing people to you, you know, for advice and for potential products and services. So, you know, I think a lot of people forget that impact. You know, when you think of knowing your why, you think of Simon uh, Senek. You are directed to his TED Talks, you're directed to his website, you know. Uh, but what he's talking about is something he's got a book about and he's got an audio series about and he does workshops about and he charges many thousands of dollars for them. Um, he does collaborative events with other kind of influencers such as um, Steve, Stephen from Dragon's Den. You know, it's like a snowball effect. You know, creates authority, directs people to eyes on the business. We have so many people that have that exact thing where they go, I'm not successful enough. And it's yeah. like, you only have to be one chapter ahead of the person behind you to make an impact. You've only got to be one chapter ahead because the person that's out there as your idea of success, making millions and billions and blah, 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 blah. They're not yeah. relatable to the everyday person. When you're yeah. only one or two chapters ahead, you're still relatable. You know where they are, where they've been, and they can relate to you because it seems reachable and achievable. Yeah. You get this all the time. My favorite story is my four-year-old created a book series. Yeah. For children. It's because he saw kids eating McDonald's and we've learned better than that. And I was on the bus, no, I was on a train in London, tubes, crazy evening, really busy. And there's a mum with a little kid in a pushchair. And back then I used to carry all his books, super proud mummy. Yeah. And I saw one of the books and said, do you want to read this? as something new to entertain her because I could see the kid was getting flustered. The mum, you know, we try hardest, but what do we do? Yeah. And she read this book to her kid. And when it got to the big red page where it says you don't eat this stuff, the little kid looked at her mum and went, why do you feed me this? And as a mum of the author, I went, wow, my God, it works. As the mum, I went, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, he's four and he's just impacted a three-year-old. Yeah. 
you have so much knowledge and experience you've gone through and overcome something that people are still struggling and might not be as strong as you to get through yeah it's never too soon to write a book a hundred percent um and it's funny you mentioned that because you know about being you know one step ahead you know just being you know one step ahead from those that are beside you or behind you and we um had a learning point today by chris coggins from it desk so anyone that's listening locally uh, to south yorkshire do go and check him out and he mentioned um okay and i'm i'm looking down guys because i wrote it uh, okay are meaning objective key results and you know, the large successful businesses, those that make the multi-million pound profits, etc. that's their measures. They don't measure by KPIs. They measure by OKR because they're wanting to reach that billion profit. They're wanting to be that unicorn, you know. They want to, you know, create that unity between the departments uh, that makes a business like that successful just by focusing on being one step ahead objective key results and I thought that was really you know important you know that I've well it was important to share today but something that I've learned and take away because I come from a corporate background and I've never looked at it like that I normally don't like the term KPIs I normally say goals you know your goals are your own yes it's important to see what others are doing but if you stay focused on your goals you will achieve them stop listening to the noise and you know um create that vision for you and your business but books can open so many avenues for you and when you look at this in your market research and if you are seeing that a competitor in particularly has got a book or publication out give it a go speak to people like Laura you know share your idea and you know get some expert opinion because you know you need to be one step ahead um, and it's great to see that, you know, that's been demonstrated in such a young age from four year old as well, just showing the true kind of influence and impact. So we've also been talking about mindset and reset for August. The reason I decided to touch on this, uh, Laura, is because I see September as the new year in business. It's because of my corporate background. But anyone who comes from corporate sales or marketing will know that September hits and all the corporate business starts because it needs to be spent by the end of the financial year. So September to March is crazy in terms of corporate. And obviously, then you've got uh, the C that's within that all being Christmas. Yes, I have said Christmas in August, guys, but it was <laughs> mentioned in networking this morning, so I'm not the first. Um but I think it's important to down tools and reset or fill your own cup up. Um, and I'd just love to get your perspective on that, because I know you do travel. You travel the world with your family, doing what you love in terms of you've created your business to build around that because you're a mum first. So what does, you know, reset mean to you and rest? Um, do you rest? Do you, you know, play uh, within your business and how how's it you know impacted you I think reset and rest is huge especially for mummies let alone business mummies mm -hmm. uh, I think we're, we're trying to do it all so it's so important that we look after us um, and it's one of the most common things you see come up in mum groups is what do you do to you you all go if you're not focused we we purposely play with our kids all day they go mm -hmm. to bed work comes out so we've split it in a way that they get all of us and then they get all of us 
we're yeah. not trying to balance things. But if we have moments of overwhelm or tiredness or something happens, mm -hmm. for me, mine's still my the grief of my dad. It still hits me on the most random, picks my legs out from under me and gives me a wobble. Mm -hmm. My always go to to reset my mindset is random acts of kindness. Yeah. If I go and do something completely random, unexpected, with no expectations in return, mm -hmm. to see how that hits, to yeah. know I've done some good with no expectations, yeah, I'm contribution all the way through. So that just like completely fills me up. Yeah. If you happen to see the outcome of what it is that you give, it can be magical. It gets you out of your head and your way and just yeah. get back into your heart out of your head that's where we get stuck if you're in your head you're dead if you're in your heart you're smart so it gets you out of your head and back in your heart it is I mean there's um, a lady within our hub community um, called Katie Ford and she talks about uh, the benefit of play a lot within the business because as busy business professionals or mums or dads you know, we forget that play element. We grow up too quick in some respects. And sometimes a reset or a rest can be as simple as, you know, taking yourself away and doing something you really enjoy. I remember a conversation that I had with Caroline quite recently, who is somebody we mutually know, uh, called the, uh, Caroline the Networking Rebel. Um, and we were talking about work hard, play hard, but also rest hard because she reminded me of a time like around about two years ago where I was just very overwhelmed because the business had just just grown astronomically within a short period of time and I was just adjusting to that and I was just feeling like I had to be at the desk all, all the time and I hadn't built the business to be at the desk all the time. I like to be with people. I like to network. I like to be out there in the community. And she just said to me, what is the one thing that you love to do as a child? And I said, go to the park and eat ice cream. And she said, right, so now I want you to down tools and go to the park and eat ice cream. So I did. I went and I picked up my nephews um, and their friends and I went to Lock Park. I still remember it. I bought us all an ice cream and I did a boomerang because she said she wanted a picture because she didn't believe I would do it. <laughs> now, 18 months later... You know, we were having that same conversation because we now do practice that. And, you know, we've seen the benefit. Our businesses on both sides have reaped the rewards by, yes, not just working hard, but, you know, resting, reset and play as well. Because, you know, you you work for a long period of time um, in your business, but you're in the your own business for you so you've got to and I know it's different you know when you are employed by someone you know them perimeters are normally decided for you in terms of work and play but a lot of companies are now seeing the benefit of giving that employer should I say employee you know that choice and I just think it's just super important so I love the fact that you've mentioned also kindness as well because we talked about it in the growth community recently with an example Mike Lawrence provided, who is a mental health uh, men mentor and wellbeing expert. And he's just come back from Thailand and he mentioned about going to Thai boxing, not having enough money on him in terms of change. He had his card, but it's all done with cash over there. 
um, and he didn't have enough money to go in and do some, you know, boxing. And uh, the locals was like, it's not a problem, just come back with the rest of the amount, it's fine. And the lady behind him heard the conversation and she actually paid it forward and paid for him, you know, to go in. And he were talking about the act of paying it forward and, you know, that givers gain and helping people. So he made a conscious effort before he left his holiday to make sure that he went round and thanked and provided a gift to every single person that had helped him on that kind of retreat. Um, and that just reminded me of your story about, you know, making sure we are being kind, you know, to others as well as self. So I absolutely love that. And I think it's a great example to reset because I think you'll agree, Laura, sometimes we can get, you know, overwhelmed in our business um and giving back can actually just make us be very grateful and realize that you know not everything's as what it seems and we're so hard on ourselves yeah we're so hard on ourselves if we were our own employees we'd be like no 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 you need to take a break and look after you yeah when we pull away from our business we go what are you doing you're missing this you could be doing that you could be doing this yeah after kindness needs to start with you too so you need to be kind to yourself it definitely and I know obviously one of the things that you do as well is travel um to be kind to yourself and your family and let you obviously your children see the world as you work and you know be that mum as well so why did you decide to build a business around that why is that you know so important to you um to travel and you know have that balance uh for the family so I, before I had children, I wanted to know what I was doing. So I worked in um, nurseries and creches and I was a nanny and I was working for doctors that worked in hospitals. They were dropping their kids off at eight in the morning, picking them up at six at night and they'd have them on a Sunday. We were watching the first steps, first words, trying mm. to train them not to call us mummy. It was heartbreaking to me to see these people that they have an amazing job and help amazing people. Yeah. These kids, they were confused about who they're their parents were they were so little and just I wanted to have kids on purpose and be a purposeful mindful parent so when we had the kids I was just very messy we went from zero to two kids it was all very messy and crazy but the reason I pushed so hard with the business and the way we created it is because I didn't want hubby at work all the time and the kids off at school and no one's seeing each other we've lost the unity that is family and I didn't want to lose that and yeah. I wanted to have a well-rounded, balanced view of the world. So instead of learning one version in a book, yeah, they get to go and ask different places, different people, different sides, different stories and yeah. conclusions. So they're great, grounded people. They've they've seen so many different things that it's new for me too. And they're little sponges. Yeah. So to have that quality family time, whilst we just learn the world firsthand rather than perspectives from books. Yeah. No, definitely. I agree. And I think it's, you know, the number one rule I normally say when I start to work with my clients on their strategy is, yes, it's important financial return, but what is it that you want it to give you holistically? And that can be something small, but it can also be something like a big goal, like a big holiday, you know, a car, paying for your child's private tuition, you know, whatever that be for you. It's personal to you, but it has to be on there because if not, I can guarantee you, you will get to a point in your business where it does not fulfill your being and you will feel like you have built an empire for everybody else other than yourself. 
you know so many successful people when we started getting on bigger stages with bigger players we realized once they hit success and they went to say yes i've done it the partners filed for divorce and the kids are gone because they've missed too many magic moments yeah our business could be a lot bigger it could be out there making even bigger impact which of course i want but right now i'm selfishly keeping it simmering yeah to be there while my kids are growing percent and um, I was on TikTok those that know me for a while know every Monday I do a Monday minute every Friday I do a recap of the week so people can see what we do behind the scenes um which this will be beyond there um look at ask Zoe one for more um but I remember watching TikToks a lot you know when it first came out and I actually went on TikTok this morning just to have a bit of a nosy because I'd woken up early and the first thing I saw was this guy interviewing someone in the public um, in London, walking by asking, can I ask you what your biggest regret is? And he said, being the busy working dad, not spending enough time at home. So I missed, uh, well, basically I missed all the good bits. And because of that, it kind of got a lot messy before it got better. And I think he was alluding to, you know, relationship breakdown and stuff. But he obviously, you know, he didn't go into that detail because it was just literally, you know, one question, one answer type kind of interview. Um, And it did make me think, you know, if I was his age, what would I say right now? And, you know, being that mindful and being that present. And I think that's really important you know, in your business, when you are resetting and you are resting, to be really mindful, to ask yourself that question, am I purposefully creating what I want or am I creating it for somebody else? And if you are and you're listening to this podcast from myself and Laura and you think, well, yes, I'm working for my clients, not myself. Yes, of course you work for your clients, but you've got to work for yourself first because I can guarantee you you know, no matter how much success you bring into the business, being a published author, you know, by creating accreditation, by building your profile, if it doesn't give you what you want, you'll not want it. And what amount of time and money, you know, and emotional well-being would that waste? So I just think it's really important to be mindful for. Um, so I know what's coming up but the listeners won't so um and I do recommend getting on to this guys um Laura delivered a webinar for us as I mentioned around about a year ago I think it was July August time um and it was just literally second to none one of our busiest webinars and if you want to know more about the webinars and more access to you know further resources within the hub please reach out and just let us know I'll tell you how you can do that at the end of um this interview but Tell our listeners, Laura, what's next um, and what's coming up and how they can get involved. So we want to make a bigger impact and make a bigger difference. And now we've created the full system that people get when they work one-on-one with us and we've created it into an amazing program. And to showcase this and give you all the nuggets you need and to answer all the questions that's holding you back, things like, am I far enough ahead? Have I got enough content to write a book? We give all that away in our four-hour author masterclass. So it's the fourhourauthor.com. It's a four-hour masterclass with myself, which again, if you've seen the webinar, you know I can't help myself, but just pour value and value and value at you. Yeah. Um, but it's interactive, so you get to ask questions and we get you to that point of, if you want to, 
go make it happen, whether it's with me or not. By the time you finish the masterclass, you will know what you need to create, who you're creating it for, and you'll be able to go and do it. Definitely. And do it, guys, because I've seen my members be on that webinar and then take, you know, Laura up on that kind offer and they've started, you know, working together, you know, because we like to bring the experts that we trust um, to our customers um, to learn from them and, you know, give value but by god they do what they say on the tin so i do recommend that um masterclass if you can and if you are considering publication or being an author you know book onto it you know what is the to lose you know it's a free resource so do try and take advantage of it if you can and that goes out to obviously our members within the hub but also those that are listening through Spotify, um, Apple or Google Play, by all means, we we encourage you to go and have a conversation with Laura, Helen um, as well. So it is Friday, guys, so I am not going to keep you any longer. I appreciate you've probably got that Friday feeling, wanting a Friday fizz or maybe something non-alcoholic. Um, but I appreciate uh, Laura coming along today to share her knowledge and value. Um, and Laura, just remind everybody again on how they can contact you if they decide that they'd like to take you up on that offer. So come and find us at the4hourauthor.com and come and join us, come and ask your questions, get them answered and learn all I can share. Amazing. And guys, if you are interested in the hub, getting access to 24 hours at present of webinar recordings, so 24 different experts, 24 hours of learning, um, 21 hours of podcasts with different experts uh, and plenty more, then I'd love to hear from you. It Just go to askzoe.co.uk under services. You'll find the hub, you know, and that's where we can explain more. Or you could always book a call if you'd like to have a conversation uh, beforehand. But thanks, Laura. It's been a pleasure as always. And we will see you next time. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.